Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I am your host, Ulysses Del Toro, and thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Um, it's been fun uh, these last couple weeks talking to new guests and having them come on the podcast. And you know, it's been nice. And you know, the other thing that that I've enjoyed is, I mean, obviously. We still have um, the pandemic going on, but I've been trying really hard to avoid those conversations. If I mean, it, they come up naturally, and I'm and I'm totally willing to talk about them. But I feel like no matter what, every day you're hearing something about it anyway. So, you know, my goal is to try to not talk about it as much as possible. Um, the pandemic is affecting all of us as far as wedding goes. So those conversations will come up and, and I do want to talk about some of those things, but, um, but yeah, it's been really great having these guests on and meeting some new people and getting to know them. And, uh, and I'm excited to have another one on today. Um, I just want to remind you guys, if you guys want to reach out to me and ask any questions, if you have a question you want answered on the podcast, um, you can find me on Instagram at wedding photo podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at del Toro photo. Um, or if you just have some questions about photography in general, and you want to know, uh, you want to get some opinions, we have a growing Facebook group. All of the links are in the show notes below. Go go over there. Go check it out. And uh, if you do want to support this podcast, all I ask is that you leave a five-star rating. Uh, leave a review. It helps the podcast grow. Tell your friends about the podcast. Um, yeah, just uh, I would really appreciate that. And as you guys know, I have recently partnered up with Publisher by Narrative. It's a desktop app used to uh, create blogs more efficiently and quicker. Uh, I've been using them for the last couple months. And um, honestly, it's been a game changer for me. So if you want to try it out, you can actually go over there and try it out for free. Um, if you decide you do want it, you can uh, they are offering 15% off if you use uh, code del Toro photo. I have the affiliate link below. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys for joining me for another episode. Um, nothing, nothing too new over here. I've, um, I've just been trying to stay busy. Uh, this week I actually started reaching out to some of my clients. We had some clients on hold waiting for us to do um, like family sessions again. Um, all of my weddings that were supposed to happen between March and June and even one in September, they have all officially moved to next year. And, um, you know, we, we don't book a lot of sessions and a lot of weddings in general. So we were in a pretty good position where we didn't have any trouble finding um, dates to replace their their wedding date for next year. And um, as much as it'll hurt us a little bit not to have them this year, we're just happy that our clients um, are willing to stay with us. They want to continue working with us. And for them too, you know, with it, it, it's got to be hard for all of them having to move everything, but you know but it's totally understandable. Like even if they went through with some of these weddings, there's going to, there's going to be a ton of issues with, uh, with everything still not, uh, fully reopened and, um, family members flying in from all sorts of places. So, 
So um, it's probably best that they did move it to next year, and we're just happy we were able to um, accommodate them. Uh, but yeah, we've been talking to some clients for family sessions, and we're starting to um, set dates to reschedule some of their shoots. Um, we're going to start working on some sessions as early as um, at the end of the month or beginning of uh, next month. Um, so I'm going to put that question on the Facebook group. I'm curious, have you guys started talking to your clients and rebooking sessions and, and setting things up? Um, you know, I think everybody has their own opinions on, on how everything's going and, you know, uh, and people working and who's essential and who's not essential. But, you know, I'm just curious what you guys are doing to to start booking sessions with your clients. If you post on the Facebook group, I'm not trying to call anybody out for anything. I'm just genuinely curious. You know, like I said, we're already starting to set up appointments for uh, the beginning of next month. And uh, I just want to I'm curious to see where everyone is at with that. Um, but yeah, other than that, we are um, excited to start photographing again. I have you know, I've, I've been photographing just random stuff here at the house or on bike rides. Um, and as fun as all that is, I'm just excited to go back and, and photograph people again. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, aside from that, because I've stayed home, I've basically invested all my money into plants. So if you came and saw my house, we got tons of plants all over the place. I feel like that is like my go-to hobby now. That's my go-to uh, thing to do to kind of pass the time. I just I'm, I'm always doing something to our garden and our and our landscaping. It's been a lot of fun. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm excited to introduce our guest today. Um, I had such a fun time talking with her. I had um, I think we spoke for like a good. 30, 45 minutes prior to where uh, I started the podcast. Uh, and we were just talking about all kinds of stuff, mainly uh, true crime podcasts. Uh, as a lot of you know, I love true crime. And it turns out that she also loves true crime. And we were just exchanging uh, true crime stories and podcasts that we listen to and books that we read. And, uh, uh, and, and honestly, I can talk about true crime stuff for hours, but, uh, I didn't want to bore you guys with that. So, um, I started the podcast off where we actually started talking about weddings, but, uh, but yeah, the point is, uh, this guest was a lot of fun to talk to. She's really, um, She's uh she's super interesting. Her photos are crazy epic. Uh, Candice Marie, she lives in Canada. She lives close to some of the most gorgeous places I've ever seen. And um, she's got some amazing work that you really need to check out. All her links will be in the show notes below. Uh, but without any further ado, I present to you Candice Marie. So you, so you have dual citizenship. So you weren't, yes. you weren't, were you born down here or were you born in Canada? No, I've never lived in the good U.S. of A. Okay. Um, I was born here and raised in like greater Vancouver. Yeah. My, I have the, the dual citizenship through my dad. He was born and raised in Michigan yeah. and my parents both went to university it's called Andrews University. Probably no one's heard of it, <laughs> but they met there. And 
eventually they moved back here. And so I've pretty much lived my life as a Canadian. Like I often forget that I'm part of that uh, culture, not culture, but like country. But it's been really helpful because, I mean, there's a little bit of a, I don't know what the word would be. But when it comes to like shooting in the U.S. or Canada, both countries, I feel, are a little bit territorial about it. And like, oh, you can't shoot there because you won't be able to get across the border. So I'm really thankful that I just don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Ironically, I've still had some trouble at the border and I'm definitely scared of crossing the border <laughs> at like any time. And I always have to like get my story straight yeah. even though i have passports in both i don't know yeah. why it's so scary for me well what did they tell you what what kind of trouble have you run into so the first time i did oh and this was before i had my u.s passport i didn't know that i was young <laughs> i didn't know that i had to prove that i was american so i went it was like january 2nd i think or no january 1st i think and So it was like New Year's Day and I went pretty early in the morning and this guy, I think he just like wanted to find me guilty of something. He was like, I was like, oh, I'm doing this. And he's like, are you sure? How can I believe you? I'm like, you can read the messages that I've been communicating. And basically they got wind that I was working down there and I didn't know I had to prove that. So I had to like call my parents who were asleep uh, to get <laughs> some sort of birth certificate thing faxed to them. And I was on it was really overwhelming. And I actually started crying in front of the border guard. And he was just like, why are you crying? Like, this is so stupid. <laughs> and it, I got through it. Was, I was only there for maybe like an hour. So it was good all things considered I just was not prepared for that confrontation and so after that I've just gotten different things every time like one time this guy and this was at an airport he said you had I had to give up one of my passports like or citizenships like I could only have one and I was like I'm pretty sure that's not a thing (laughs) Um, and then another time they said I had to have this certain form to go through. And so I just tried not to mention as much as possible that yeah. I'm working. Yeah. And I just say like, I'm going to visit a friend. But ironically, that got me in trouble one time because they, I think, thought I was a drug dealer or something. <laughs> They're like, why were you only down there for like one night yeah. in between your <laughs> vacation? So. Oh man, it, it's it, it's been a little wild, and I always get yeah. really nervous. Um, but overall, I feel very blessed to be able to do both. I've heard stories. That's why I asked. I've heard stories of people. I mean, I, I, we had we had a friend, a married couple friend. They went to shoot up there, and I don't know if they went through all the right procedures to have all the right stuff. I don't know, but all I know is that they went up there. I don't think they had a problem getting in and doing all that, but coming back, they, they had issues with, you know, they were asking them a ton of questions and it's such a simple thing. Like, Hey, we just came up here to be a part of a wedding and, and you know, they made it like really difficult for them and they were, yeah. they were stuck at, they almost missed their flight. <laughs> well, yeah, I missed an appointment because they, the most recent time they questioned me for a good hour. He went, 
man, he went through my whole wallet, looked at every single receipt, like, uh, asked for the password to my phone, went through text messages, like searched my car. I'm like, I've never been involved with the police ever. And he didn't believe me. So I think they kind of have this philosophy of like, you're guilty and you have to prove yourself innocent. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's kind of unnerving, but thankfully I haven't had anything too drastic happen, but yeah, it, it definitely, I get nervous. And also they, he could not fathom that I had been hired several times to shoot a wedding in Mexico. Like that, like blew his mind. (laughs) I'm like, it's actually very common. Yeah. There's a whole world out there that you don't know about. (laughs) Yeah. exactly. For your flight and everything. I'm like, yes, this is like a common thing nowadays. So he got kind of hung up on that part, especially because he's like, what you've been to Mexico by yourself (laughs) several times in the last two years i'm like yeah i i don't know what else to tell you that's the truth tell them to take a vacation yeah <laughs> yeah legit. and the thing is ironically it's in not that expensive to hire someone to go to mexico but i'm actually curious because i've heard so many different theories do you know what the actual protocols are to shoot down there like i've just heard that you need like a tourist visa as long as you're shooting <laughs> couple from your country but i don't know if that's true yeah i have no clue i've never shot a wedding outside of the states um really yeah i've I've talked to different photographers about about like traveling and what they have to deal with and you know some that have gone like to italy and you know to canada canada here there's a lot of issues just like at the border um i haven't really heard anything from mexico to be honest you know yeah Um, it's been chill for me yeah so i don't think I don't think there is. I think if anything, the um, I would imagine the venues sometimes give give them a hard time just because right. a lot of time they wanna they want you to hire like their their photographers, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I always say is like make sure you get permission from them first because I don't want to get down there and them being like, oh, you have to pay this like fee to for me to be there or like. Sometimes they're like, oh, you can just come be our friend and shoot it. And luckily I haven't had any of those problems, but yeah. Well, that's but they know, thing. they know a lot of the times that you're doing that, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I haven't heard any horror stories about Mexico. I feel like they're pretty good about it. How often are you shooting uh, here in the States? Um, It really varies. I, man, it's hard to keep track because so like uh, Bellingham, I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a very, maybe I don't know how big it would be, but it's maybe an hour from my house and it's kind of like right across the border. And I go there semi-frequently just because it's so close. So uh, Whistler is probably farther than that and that's in Canada. <laughs> but um, I would say maybe like anywhere from four to 10 times a year, but some of those may be just like sessions and some of them may be weddings this year. I only had planned for two weddings across the border, I believe, which is getting a little dicey with this whole Corona stuff because the border shut down. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be opened up by late summer, but 
otherwise I might have to get an associate or something to take care of that. But we'll see. Normally it's okay though. Um, and it's been really great for my clients. I feel a little bad, um, for people like you who are having a business down there because I charge in Canadian dollars. And so it's without lowering my worth, they get about like a 30% discount just because the dollar is so different. So by the time you factor in travel, it's almost the same depending on like what kind of photographer you get. But most of the weddings that I've gotten down there have been through like personal connections, not through like cold inquiries. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been fun because I get to see friends. I have uh, a lot of good friends around the U.S. because they're often going to school. So it's worked out really well. But uh, what do you photograph mostly in California? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we, we stay pretty close. I mean, uh, I, I always joke about this. We live in Redlands, and for some reason, we haven't booked any weddings in Redlands. Like, we want to really, yeah, we want to work right here, right? <laughs> you know, so bad. There's, there's a lot of really uh, beautiful venues here in Redlands, and uh, I have shot at a few, but they were prior to us actually living here. Uh, but we shoot in LA a lot, uh, we right. shoot in Orange County a lot. Um, so, but a lot of Los Angeles, like North Los Angeles area, that's a big, like major territory for us. And, um, the little traveling that we've done, we've, we've shot a wedding in Texas. And then, um, a couple times we've driven up, um, it's not even North. It's, it's like almost central California. Okay. Um, so we've done a little bit of traveling, but it's not even like leaving California. Um, oh, last year we shot a wedding in, in Omaha. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so my wife's uh, family, uh, a lot of her family, my, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, they live in Omaha. We have fam- her family, her siblings are spread out from here, uh, Utah and up to uh, Nebraska. So, okay. so we, that's how we got that wedding. We, um, one of my sister-in-law's friends was getting married and, uh, they wanted to c- have us come out and photograph their wedding. So it was, it was kind of fun. We went out and actually got to hang out with the family, you know, for the weekend and, and we shot a wedding at the same time. So it was pretty fun. That's sweet. Yeah. I, I feel like for California, you guys have so much to work with right there. Um, but it must actually require quite a bit of driving because <laughs> yeah. anywhere you go in LA, I'm assuming it's like yeah. an hour. Yeah. And, and, and you say that except our photos don't match anywhere near to your portfolio where you're on cliffs with like, right. giant, you know, gorges, uh, behind you and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, like how often would you go to somewhere like I guess Yosemite is like five hours away from you. Yeah. Um, we, we actually haven't gone out to shoot weddings. We don't do elopements either. Uh, oh, okay. not, not that we don't do them. It's, uh, I guess it's not our, um, how would you say Expertise? like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not even that. Like we don't, our aim is just to do venue weddings, like regular weddings, not elopements. Right. Mm-hmm. We'd love to do well, more elopements. Those, so. We'd love to, do, <laughs> yeah. Well, we love to do elopements, but, uh, I feel like once you start, 
you know, advertising, advertising for elopements, you probably get more elopements where we don't right. necessarily put ourselves out there for that. Uh, but to be honest, at this point, we, we've, we've come down to we'd rather shoot closer anyways, because, you know, we we have we have our son. Uh, we I don't know. We're home buddies. We like being here. You know, we don't like mm-hmm. all, the, all the craziness that that sometimes um, involves like traveling and you know, getting plane tickets and waiting and all the other things that could happen in between, you know, like missing flights or, or things like that. So we're, Mm -hmm. we're okay. Just shooting weddings. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I, I can resonate with that sentiment a bit because when, when I started out, so I went to university in Alberta, which is like the next province over. And I made a lot of connections there. I, I say that university for me was just a really expensive way to make good connections. <laughs> and so my first full-time year, I was just, it was like Alberta, BC, Alberta, BC, just like back and forth. And you can drive it. It's like a 12 hour drive, but like the flight is only an hour and a half and they're pretty cheap. But just the amount of time you spend like away from your significant other and um, potentially in Airbnbs and stuff like that, it can get really exhausting. So I remember at the time, you know, a lot of photographers are like, oh, like, I can't wait to travel. I love traveling. Don't get me wrong. I love traveling. But at the time, I was like, you know what, if I booked mainly weddings in Vancouver, that would be like a okay for me. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of happened, actually, which I'm thankful for. But I do feel grateful also that within like a four hour drive there's so much around Vancouver like you can go to Whistler you can go to the island so there's a lot and like the mountains are really close which is nice so it's it's not as bad but generally like for an engagement session I'm still gonna drive like 45 minutes (laughs) so yeah no we have a, a lot of we shoot a lot just within you know an hour from us and we are pretty grateful. We have a variety, right? We 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 mm-hmm. shoot at the beach. We shoot in the desert. We have. We're actually really close to Joshua Tree. You know, we're like oh, an hour nice, out. Yeah. Um, we live uh, literally at the foothills of the San Bernardino Mountains. So I I go and do sessions up in the mountains all the time, and it's literally just a twenty minute drive. That's um, amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't snow a lot, but when it does, you know, we're able to just take a quick drive and take advantage of, you know, beautiful snow in the mountains and those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so we definitely have a lot to play with, but um, I mean, the area where you live in, I mean, it's giant, huge forests and mountains like everywhere. It looks it's <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. I don't think it compares to, to what we have, but, um, but yeah, we, we have a good variety. Just, um, I've noticed specifically that like a lot of the presets available um, come from photographers that are mainly like California based or like West Coast. And it definitely has a different feel like everything is just kind of darker here, like Mm -hmm. the oceans darker, the trees, the rocks. So it uh, it's interesting when, (laughs) when I see people like buy presets from someone based there and they apply it to here, it, it looks different. But uh I love it. I love the greenery, like the deep forest. I don't know. Have you been uh more north on the west coast? Yeah, we we uh we go we go to we like going up to Portland and uh okay. it's beautiful green. Everything's just green up there. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It I would say it's like pretty similar to to Portland yeah. with like a couple of exceptions. 
they have more waterfalls down there. I think <laughs> I'm so yeah. jealous of those waterfalls. Yeah. yeah. We took some pictures. We did a hike. Um, we, we had our honeymoon there, uh, like a year after our wedding and we did a hike there called, um, I, th- I want to say it's called angels, angels nest. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's a pretty simple hike. It's only like three miles, but you stand at the edge and you're overlooking the, uh, the gorge. So it's, okay, it's wow. super beautiful. And when we were there, like it was, it was raining, um, which was fine. Like the rain up there is different, right? It's not like pouring the whole, the whole time. It's like on and off. So it was raining. And then when we got to the time, it was foggy and misty. And so the photos that we took at the edge overlooking the gorge, they're, <sighs> amazing we just had wow yeah it was it was something else man we got we got pretty lucky with it so you hired someone else to take your photos or did you like set it up yourself no we just did a hike and took some photos of us hiking like yeah we weren't doing like a (laughs) session or anything yeah yeah wow dang oh man i love misty days i feel like they're kind of rare here Mm -hmm. but anytime you get that fog Ooh, so nice. Same down here. We don't we don't ever get fog, period. And um, we've gotten lucky a few times up in the mountains and our couples will be like, oh, it's foggy. Is that going to be a problem? I was like, no, this is going to be, you're going to have the best <laughs> photos of all time, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It always works out that way. Oh, man. That's why I'm actually grateful at times that we don't control the weather because there have been times yeah. where something will not go my way. Say it's like super windy or... Yeah, maybe a bit rainy, but that actually makes a super beautiful setting that's different um, than previous times. Yeah. So, I mean, and it also kind of gets your creative juices going too. Like, okay, th- I can't do these things how I normally do it. Let's adjust. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, uh, I, I'm not too familiar with with Canada, but what are like some of your favorite places to to shoot out there? Oh man. Uh, well, I am. I have been out east a little bit to Toronto, and I have shot out there. But I'm definitely more familiar with like Manitoba, which is like the center of Canada, which is actually where my husband is from, um, and west from there. So, uh, I, Whistler is beautiful. I would say if you have a chance to go there, would definitely recommend. Banff is really <clears throat> overshot in some ways but it like it cannot be overhyped like if you go there you'll you'll love it no matter what yeah. um i'm sure you've seen pictures of yeah. moraine lake i don't know if you've heard the name but it's yep. like this super blue lake with mountains behind i'm so many people go there and take pictures yeah. and it gets super busy in the summer it's actually only open I would say maybe June to like early October. So, cause it freezes over, right? Yeah, and then you yeah. can't see the, the beautiful blue lake, but uh, it's Banff is still beautiful in the winter cause the, the mountains are covered in snow. But my favorite session, I would say so far we hiked up, it was like a four hour hike um, in the city of Canmore right beside it. And the whole wedding party hiked up. And they got ready on the top and they took pictures there at sunset. It was incredible. But yeah. And then other than that, I mean, I can name places, but I feel like you wouldn't know where they are. Uh, Honestly, something that I miss now that I've moved is a good prairie sunset. Like those cannot be 
they, I think they're underrated a lot of the time and Vancouver does not get those stunning sunsets like they do in the prairies because the stupid mountains block them. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I, I get jealous of, with, you know, like uh, elopement photographers cause at, as you know, I may not have a huge interest in shooting elopements, but um, <laughs> we are definitely fans of hiking and camping and love everything about nature so the idea of waking up at three in the morning and hiking up the mountain and <laughs> photographing an entire you know um like session up there or uh i'm sorry a, we- a wedding party you know during mm-hmm. like sunrise or sunset that sounds like the coolest thing in the world and i don't i don't think i've really had the chance to to do that yet yeah <laughs> i would definitely recommend it i mean some of the ones that i've done i'm trying to think well, maybe not. Maybe I'll have been hired, but I, since this whole like Corona thing is kind of shifting everything, um, I'm really hoping that the the parks will be open. And if everyone kind of moves their weddings next year, I think I'm going to take some of my friends up on a couple hikes. Yeah. Um, there's this one that I, I wish I could show it to you. Um, actually, maybe I could. I can look it, it up. Yeah, for the if you want to look it up, I think it's called Panorama Ridge, and it's in Garib- uh, by Garibaldi, um, which is kind of up on the way to Whistler, and it's basically like you're on this ridge, and there's this huge oh like you're quite a bit high up. Yeah, so I, I don't know God. what I'm looking. You're seeing right now. I mean, you type that in, and all the pictures are the same. It's all blue, surrounded by snow-capped mountains. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Crater Lake, except this is obviously a lot bigger. Crater Lake in uh, Where's in, or- Crater Lake? in Oregon. Oh, okay. Wow, I'll have to look up that. Yeah, so that's one of the the places that I go this summer. I it's quite a strenuous hike, so I would say something that I'm really jealous of, especially in Washington is you can drive and have like amazing views within access really easily. But Canada, a lot of it's, you know, a little bit more inaccessible. And um, so this one, I'd, I want to say, I mean, we we calculate things in kilometers, but it's, it's going to be a long, strenuous hike, potentially even more than a day. So we'll see how it goes. I want to try it. But... Uh, yeah, for anyone who wants to do that. That's, do you do do you do a lot of like overnight backpacking trips or anything like that? I have not done one yet, but I have one person who it looks like they'll be doing one next year in 2021 uh, in a somewhat similar area that I just described to you. And it's kind of more of a sentimental hike to them. So I'm going to have to buy some gear, <laughs> which I'm... <laughs> Honestly, that would be my absolute dream to make that a regular thing just because I'm pretty much willing to go through any amount of like discomfort for a good photo, (laughs) especially when it comes to like sweat, you know, coldness, you know, um, maybe some blisters, but it's all worth it. Yeah. And if you appreciate nature as much as I do, you know that any hike is worth the hike, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And some hikes, I mean, you have beautiful views the whole way. Yeah. Um, there is, there's one, it's called Mount 
Chim or Shem. I don't know how it's pronounced, uh, but pretty much the whole way you just have like crazy mountain views. Um, are you looking it up? Yeah, I found it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, it has beautiful views of Mount Baker, which is actually just across the border. And yeah, just like endless mountains, but definitely a very difficult hike. I wouldn't recommend it unless you're up for a good challenge. Well, I'm just going to put it out there. If if there's any potential clients listening, you probably don't have to pay me much to get me up, you know, at the top of a mountain and photograph (laughs) here a little bit. (laughs) I'm starting to think maybe I should be advertising that. (laughs) Like, honestly, so I, I do really enjoy... Uh, big weddings and they're super fun and really rewarding especially when the couple obviously really loves each other (laughs) but there is something really special about being able to not only do that but do it in a place that like there's fresh air you know um, sometimes you see a beautiful sunset um, sometimes you see animals like it's just rewarding in so many ways How, um, how do you, do you choose the locations for these elopements or, or do, do your clients choose them? How does that work out? So I would say they often ask for recommendations. So I'll often give them a couple places. The one that will potentially, they haven't booked yet. So I, I can't, uh, say, but they, it sounds really promising. The one that's been like a, an overnight thing that was like a special hike to them. And I think that will kind of be more apparent as I kind of move forward with that sort of thing. But a lot of people honestly just help in finding those places. And so that's where I've, I feel like it's kind of a second hobby, almost location scouting. I don't know if you use the app all trails. Yep. Yeah. So that's been, really helpful for me and sometimes I'll just in my spare time look up trails uh, or I'll see something on Instagram I would say a skill of mine is being able to see a photo on Instagram and then finding where that is like just by seeing like okay the lake is in this angle of the mountains and stuff like that and then you know using Google Maps so I found a number of trails that way and, you know, just saving those and yeah. having those in my back pocket for when someone asks about it. And uh, I would say it's it's paid off so far, but I think more and more as things go on and that becomes a bigger thing for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. And what's, what's like a, a typical elopement day like, like from begin, like how do you plan that out? <laughs> Um, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like the total expert as of right now on like a full day elopement. That's something that I'm gearing towards. And I have some of those booked for the coming, the coming year, I guess. (laughs) But it's really more of, I think the adventure part takes a lot, takes precedent in that. So, I mean, it's a lot of the hiking. Um, some people may put something super unique and special to it. I really like to encourage people to do something that's unique to them. Like, don't just do something because, like, oh, pe- other people do that or it looks cool. Do something that, like, maybe you enjoy. 
um, whether that's like, I don't know, skiing down a mountain or um, in my contract, actually, I just added like a bunch of activities. One of them was like base jumping. So (laughs) I'm like, anything you want to do, like we can, we can make happen. Um, It could be like going to a winery and making your own wine or something. I don't know. Like it could be anything. I like so, how you went from base jumping to making your own wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why there's like a huge variety in like the type of people that yeah. will hope. Like not everyone's going to climb a mountain. Yeah. Some people, it might be in their backyard or something, which is a fairly common thing, I would say, because yeah. they just want something similar, uh, familiar. So, And in, in your experience doing uh, like elopements, have you run into any issues? I mean, like I feel like, you know, that's, that's how we learn in general, right? We we run into problems. Uh, we learn from them the next time we kind of figure out what to do differently. Have you run into any pro like any major issues that you remember that, that you've made changes on now because of it? Major. Oh, <laughs> so this last year, I'll actually, I'll tell another story about a, uh, a regular wedding after this, but there was a, I mean, they call it a wedding, but I would say nowadays you would kind of call it an elopement just because it was quite small and they had another celebration back home. But so these two people got, excuse me, married in Iceland. They were from Seattle. And so I've always known that Iceland's weather is crazy, (laughs) but I didn't, I wasn't really prepared for like, how crazy it is so this was in the middle of September and I had already been there for about 10 days and the weather was pretty good but the day of their wedding it it was so rainy and I don't mean like pouring rain I meaning like rainy and windy so that the rain is going sideways (laughs) (laughs) so like an umbrella is completely useless to it's not a good defense yeah so they were supposed to get married by this waterfall it was actually briefly in a scene from game of thrones which they really liked so we were supposed to have it kind of overlooking that but like and they were so they were such good sports like they were willing to do anything and but i don't think they thought like oh it might be so bad that we might have to think of something yeah. else so we got to the location and i couldn't even like roll down my window to talk to the car next to me because the rain would just like <laughs> come battering in and so the officiant was like get in my car like let's plan <laughs> Yeah. And there's only like 15 people total. So, and everyone was really, re- like I said, everyone was a good sport. And he's like, this is terrible. And he's like from Iceland. Yeah. So he's like, I've never seen it this bad. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he said, I, okay, I have like someone I could call. And he ended up calling a, a museum. I think it was for anyone who's been to, have you been to Iceland? Not yet. No. Okay. You definitely need to go. It's amazing. But uh, I think it was by Glugafoss, one of the waterfalls and it was kind of an interactive museum and he called them and he was able to get like a space for them to have their ceremony. And, you know, all things considered, it was pretty nice. Like it, it kind of had a, a, backdrop per se of just like huge windows so there was some natural light and 
she i think was pretty disappointed that they weren't able to have it outside yeah but the good thing was we kind of saw the the weather coming up a little bit so i was like let's do some portraits like the day before and that day was like beautiful weather <clears throat> so that you can get like the locations that are maybe a little bit farther away yeah. that you can because everyone thinks like oh like Skogafoss, like that big waterfall like yeah. oh that's really close to everything but that's like two and a half hours drive from the airport so <laughs> i don't think people think about how far the locations yeah, are yeah. and uh yeah so we were able to take some pictures the day before and then the videographer since he came in a little bit later than me they did something with him the day after so i think they she she was kind of disappointed just for you know maybe 20 minutes or out. yeah <laughs> which is understandable but i i'm all for like i will embrace any weather but at some point like you don't want to be focused on like, let's just get this done to get out of the weather. Like yeah. you want to be able to be in that moment and like think about the vows that you're saying yeah. to each yeah. other. So it worked out for the best. And, you know, that's a lesson that I've learned with farther elements that are farther away to potentially give a little bit of room in terms of schedule wise um, and actually, for example, a wedding that I did an elopement it was in a helicopter element here locally and same thing that it was going to have terrible weather. And we were actually able to do it the day before when the weather was gorgeous. Yeah. So I try to be as flexible as possible and just do everything I can to make that, that reality, uh, that vision a reality for yeah. them. But yeah, so actually the, the wedding I was talking about before this is probably like the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> uh, a couple was supposed to get married and they did their photos before and the groom was starting to get like visibly sick almost. And he basically like kind of had a panic attack, I would say. And long story short, <laughs> it didn't, both of them didn't go to the ceremony and they didn't show up. I did photos of like them getting ready and also like the pictures beforehand. But then they're like, yeah, just have like the reception without us. So I had to like continue shooting this reception and I took family photos. It was very weird. Wait, but um, did with, they get married? So yeah, some people were like, oh, maybe were they feeling anxious, anxious about getting married? But they were actually already legally married and they had a kid together. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't a matter of that. Maybe he was nervous about being in front of people or something like that. Um, so, yeah, the, it, it was, I mean, it's hard to say, like, what they were going through yeah. and stuff. There is some guests who had come, like, all the way from Australia to be there for that wedding. And they didn't see them, right? Yeah. So, I was a little taken aback, to be honest. Um, they skipped their own reception. Yeah, like the, everyone, we were all waiting. Yeah, ceremony spot for them to come. The officiant slash pastor gets up and is like, "Yeah, so they won't be showing up." <laughs> wow, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. Have you had anything close to that happen? No, I mean we we've had 
we've had one couple that that I guess separated, but they were like a couple months out from that happening. Oh, uh, so before the wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we, uh, you know, after two, we've seen one or two. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, not at the wedding. That's crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, people ask me like, this border guard actually asked me this one time. He's like, do you ever have like drunken craziness happen? And I haven't had anything crazy happen because of drunk people. Um, but it was just that one. And actually I felt like a decent amount of people. It's like average one per year yeah. will cancel their wedding because they break up. Okay. Which I feel like is kind of a bad percentage. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's pretty sad. <laughs> no, but I always say like, if you are going to break up, break yeah. up before you have a wedding yeah. and get married because yeah. it's so much more complicated and awkward. Yes. We do it afterwards. Yeah. So we have, this is a pretty sad story, but, um, we had a couple, uh, we didn't see anything. We didn't see any like red flags or anything. They had their wedding, uh, we shot their wedding and it, everything went pretty well. Um, the dad, he said it was his only daughter and he said he bought a bottle of wine when she was born and he decided to hold on to it until she got married. And he did this whole long speech that ended in him opening the bottle of wine and they drank it. And I, it was really touching. You know, I've never heard anything like that. And, uh, unfortunately that couple split up like a month after their wedding. Oh yeah. no. Like, like we were having trouble contacting them and, uh, to give them their photos. We used to provide albums at the time and oh, I they didn't even get all the photos yet. No, nah, we, we were hitting them up. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't even a month later. We, we, we couldn't reach out. We couldn't get a hold of them. And finally the bride contacted me and said they were no longer together and she gave me his address like you can send him the stuff and I'm like uh that that's feels odd I'm just gonna hang on to everything <laughs> so did I've heard people kind of have situations like that but then they ask for their money back because they're like we don't need the photos like did they say anything about that or did mm, they just not want them no they didn't say anything about that but I mean how could you? The wedding already happened, you know? You can't, yeah, you, can't expect you already people. did the editing too. Yeah, yeah, everything was done. So I don't think we, we weren't even really worried about that. We were just thrown back by the fact that they were split up not even a month after their wedding, you know? And we we never gave them their photos. Um, we had their album for the longest time. I think I recently threw it out because I have I don't even know why I had it anymore, you know? No. And, and, oh, and, and so I believe that that uh that woman has already remarried to like she married again already so i think when i saw that i was like okay i don't think i need this album anymore <laughs> <laughs> she's clearly yeah. moved on <laughs> but that that wine story that oh man i'll never forget that i think that's so sad you know like it, her dad held on to that for all these years for uh for the wrong one <laughs> yeah i mean you'd think like there'd be some sort of sign that like, Hey dad, maybe you shouldn't yeah. <laughs> waste yeah. that on yeah. this. Cause it's not the final one. The couple that, that split up before we shot their wedding, there were some red flags. Um, it was, okay. it was before I've talked about this, like, you know, it's important to connect with your couples and it's also important to decide whether or not they're the right fit for you. Like, that's okay. You don't have mm -hmm. to just take mm -hmm. on anybody, you know? And, uh, this was during a time where like that wasn't 
you know, we didn't think about that kind of stuff. And uh, this couple was nothing wrong with them. They're a lovely couple, but they clearly didn't have the same vision that that we had as far as photographing. Um, they were heavy into props, which were not necessarily, you know. And yeah. and when I say heavy into props, I mean we're bringing like 20 signs to the engagement session type of thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh uh, goodness. That's not the problem. The problem is we, we had a feeling right off the bat that, you know, we, this might not be a couple that we necessarily want to photograph. And sure enough, we did their engagement session and they didn't like any of the photos and uh, yeah, none of them. And so we did it again. And the second time, like I was showing them the photos and I was, and I think I spent more time replicating exact poses that she had on her Pinterest board because I didn't know what else to do. I was like, right. You know, my stuff, she didn't like my stuff. So I guess I'm just going to give her exactly what she's looking for. (laughs) And, and she was happier with those, but then come to find out they split up. And I feel like we, you know, in all honesty, we dodged a bullet, (laughs) you know, but, uh, it's sad that they broke up, but you know, we learned our lesson like, Hey, we don't have to just take on any couple because what if they had gone through with the wedding and they didn't like their wedding photos? We can't read. Exactly. You know? So, um, so again, but I thinking back on that, I don't know if it was that they didn't like our photography more that maybe they were having some kind of issues and that just played into all that, you know? So, yeah, I, I think something that's big for me, with any sort of session is I always take a lot of weight on myself to make sure people feel really comfortable and at ease. And, and I, and it's really important that we are getting along and, you know, things are really fluid and stuff like that. So when there is a session where, you know, you're just having to like reach really far to, and, with questions and you know it's they kind of give you shorter answers and you're not really like connecting on anything or they feel like a little uncomfortable that's when I feel like oh I might have not done a good job but I have to remind myself that a lot of that's not me yeah that's a lot of them and then the the energy that they're carrying I mean it doesn't really help in the moment but yeah I try to remind myself that and I actually found that as well one couple that split up, he was really not having a good time with photos. And it's interesting because he'd be like, oh, like, this is so awkward. But I'm like, you saying it's awkward, like, just kind of makes it more so. Yeah. And that obviously, that's not a sentiment that, like, most of my couples have said. It's just, I think, you know, it might have been awkward for him to yeah. <laughs> be in those intimate settings yeah. with this person. They did all ultimately split up. but Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, you, you can't t- you can't take it to heart because uh, I mean you know not all people connect and that's okay right like I've met people yeah. and and personalities just kind of clash sometimes and it's perfectly normal you know and some I've had I've had couples where I thought that was the case where we've had you know I don't want to say awkward couples but like we've had we've had <laughs> we, there are know, some I, yeah I don't want to say that you know like not putting it because I'm awkward too. So it's probably just me, but oh, you yeah, know, I feel you. I've had, uh, I've had consultations with couples where like I could, it didn't feel like we were clicking and I couldn't tell if they liked me or not. 
So I already put it as like, okay, I don't think we connected maybe. So they're probably not going to want to hire me. Uh, And then it turns out, you know, I was just reading them wrong and they have hired me, but um, there wasn't necessarily anything bad with them. They didn't give me like a bad vibe. I just didn't get a vibe, I guess. And it wasn't until we did, (laughs) we didn't, it wasn't until we did like the engagement session where it was like, oh, okay, I get more how they are. Like not everyone, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a lot more outspoken, outgoing, you know, I, yeah, same. Yeah. And you know, not all people are like that. So when you run into true introverts, which I should have known better, my wife is an introvert. (laughs) Uh, When I run into true introverts, I'm like, Hey, why, why aren't these people talking as much as I am? You know? Yeah, exactly. I see. I'm totally the same way. And I have trouble sometimes like if there's maybe a period of um, just like silence is not the right word, but maybe more of a lull. Like I'm like, oh, we need to like fill the space. But it's, you know, sometimes it's okay to, you know, maybe you're taking a minute to like think about your next shot or something like Mm -hmm. that. But uh, I've actually kind of pondered whether like, do you think it's better in the wedding photography business to be like an introvert or an extrovert like do you think there's an advantage to one I don't I don't I don't think there's an advantage to one I think it's great that there's all types of personalities because uh people looking for a wedding photographer I I feel it's very important to really connect with your photographer and I and I tell my I tell the my potential clients that you know I tell, you know, if they tell me like, oh, we're in the middle of looking at other photographers, I'm like, great, make sure you ask them questions and talk to them and get to know them and make sure you like them because just because they're cheaper or, or maybe their photos might even be a little better. Like at the end of the day, your experience with them, you're going to spend hours with them. That's what you're going to, that's where you're going to, besides your photos, obviously you want your photos to be good, but the experience you have with any of your vendors, like that's going to be very important. Like we had a very... My wife and I had a very successful wedding. All our vendors were (laughs) super great. Um, The venue vendor, he was, I don't want to, not to put him down. He was an interesting experience, right? He was like this eccentric guy who we did have some issues with. But even that experience was like, like he still took care of us and it was something to remember, but there's nothing about our wedding that we look back and, and we regret or have any vendors that we wish we didn't have. Everybody we had was like perfect. They lined up with who we were, even that vendor for the venue, he was eccentric. And in many ways he was kind of weird and and crazy like me. So maybe that's why, you know, I ended up connecting with him and we had the experiences (laughs) that we did, but it's important to have the connection with, with, um, with your people. And, and sometimes, you know, a couple is going to feel a lot more comfortable with someone who's not as outspoken or true, yeah. you know, outgoing as I might be someone a little bit like quieter. I have a friend in um, my good friend, George in El Paso. He's he's a lot more he's introverted. He's a lot quieter. And, you know, I feel like a couple that's not as outgoing and crazy like that they might want someone like him who's also who i guess just has the same vibes right because yeah if, definitely I, I i have seen it especially with uh when i first meet grooms sometimes i've seen this happen eventually i warm up to them but sometimes i'm a little too outgoing like hey guys you guys want to do this you guys want to go over here it's gonna be so much fun and you know i can see him eyeing me like is this guy for real right now and then <laughs> you know i feel like 10 minutes later I, I have convinced them that this is just how i am and i'm actually having yeah. fun you know <laughs> Yeah, I I would say I've had to kind of like look at myself in the moment sometimes 
I, I don't always catch it in the moment, but since I'm extroverted and I would say I bring like an energy quote unquote, like similar to what you're saying to a room. And sometimes I need to remember like the energy needs to be not always. Some people don't like, you know, maybe being center of attention, but like I can't always like be part of the energy. Sometimes I just need to be kind of like a fly in the wall capturing it. So I don't want to like steal that, uh, attention or, um, like any yeah I guess attention from from where it should be which is like on the on the people so I've tried to kind of (laughs) be better about that um but I'm I don't think anyone hopefully has actually noticed that that's just me yeah well kind of analyzing things um but kind of touching on what you were saying before I especially in the last two years I'm a huge believer in that like number one thing about how you treat your clients and stuff is how they feel about you and they feel about your photos and feel about the experience because you could have like amazing photos, but if they don't feel like they're, yeah, like taken care of, they're, they're understood, they're listened to and you kind of bounce that back, then they're going to be like, yeah, it was, they're amazing photos, but you know, that's kind of it. Like we didn't, we didn't feel, I don't know. It wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. So, and and I actually, like I would call my wedding a success as well, but I could definitely tell the difference. Like some vendors did that for us and some like maybe lacked a little bit. Yeah. And even though they did their job, like we felt that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you like, would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, you know, and like I said, we we got pretty lucky because we hit the mark for just about everybody, and like I said, even is except for maybe uh, the venue. But then, like I said, even <laughs> even that, like it really worked out. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. we definitely still got what we wanted out of it. Um, so I don't think it was completely their fault, but um, but no, I mean like I said, it's important to have like the different personalities for it and even more important to, to be yourself too. Right. So you don't, if you think that, Oh, I, I might get more jobs if, if I pretend to be more outgoing or something like that's something that people are definitely gonna, you know, notice, right. They're going to know mm-hmm. that you're not being for real or you're trying too hard or something. Right. It's like, yeah. you're, you're better off just being yourself, uh, whether you're extrovert or introvert, because you're going to attract the client's that mesh with with your personality more than anything you know yeah i i do agree and i i feel like the sessions that go the best in my opinion are the people who uh, were kind of similar and yeah. we get a good vibe going yeah. um because then everything just flows correctly um but <laughs> there's been some clients that have hired me that i've outwardly said to myself like I'm really surprised that they were attracted to me because yeah. I feel like we're so different. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think sometimes people just see like, oh, I like that. Yeah. That product. Yeah. So that's that's what I want. So. Yeah, that's what I meant when I said like we've had quieter 
couples, you know, yeah. where like I, I thought maybe they didn't like me, but you know, they, they just have a different personality, but they really enjoy my personality. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, we were able to connect. It just took a little bit more than a phone consultation to, to kind of realize that, you know? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever like turned someone away specifically like have you got to that point where you are kind of more picky about the people you vibe with and like picking your clients no so the one wedding i i said where they ended up canceling the wedding that Mm. was that was the one time where during the consultation we definitely felt like hey this this might not be uh this might not turn out as well as we expected like we got that vibe. since Mm -hmm. since then since then we've never had another uh consultation where we felt that way and that's awesome and we've been very fortunate with all our weddings uh most of our couples i you know i feel we we follow each other like on instagram and facebook and you know they feel like uh like one of our friends we watch them grow a lot of them are having kids and they still comment on our stuff we comment on their stuff and i feel like there's this extended you know like friendship i mean it is a friendship right a lot of we see a lot of our friends online like that now too uh, but yeah, we feel a lot closer to them. And, and then a lot of our, uh, weddings are, we're very heavily referral based, you know, so we'll go to weddings and it's really cool. We'll have like three or four people, uh, that are guests that we've photographed their wedding, you know, and it makes it, mm. it makes it even more special. You know, when we, we go to a wedding and we're like hugging their guests cause, cause we yes. know them, you oh know, my goodness. yeah. So that that's honestly the best. Like I, I love being able to see clients again and then catch up with them later on. Um, I definitely, I don't know how it was for you, but I definitely started out shooting a lot more like friend and acquaintance acquaintances wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, and I definitely took those for granted. And now when I get to do that, I just have like the best time. Cause like, you know, a lot of the guests and like, you're able to get a good vibe with them and, Maybe they tease you about stuff and uh, you can get reactions out of them. So I definitely took that for granted in the beginning. But uh, now when I when I get that, like it's it just makes your whole day more fun. And I do feel like you get better pictures yeah. like when you know the people. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, uh, my wife used to give me a hard time because she would she would ask me are we ever gonna just be a part of a wedding and not photograph it because because <laughs> we photographed a lot of uh my close friends is uh, uh weddings you know nice. and to me it is it is very special because as a guest which i don't mind being a guest but as a guest you know you show up to the ceremony you might talk to them for five minutes and then you're just kind of just watching their wedding but that's it whereas as a photographer you know you get to spend the most intimate moments with them throughout the whole day and they're right there with you so to me that makes it feel very special and um we recently just um i have a one of my best friends i went to high school with i photographed her wedding um i also photographed her brother and both her two younger sisters and uh one of the sisters we just photographed back in March. That was the last sibling to get married. And I wow, have, so I have photographed, yeah. And I have photographed all their siblings and, you know, so like just that alone, like it's such a, for me, that's such a special thing, a special memory that I've been a part of that family doing that for them for all these years, mm. you know? So I, Dang, I love photographing That's super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had, I, I've never done all the siblings because, yeah. I've only, I feel like I haven't been around 
long enough <laughs> for for some of those age differences. But yeah. I had a wedding where there was it was five five couples yeah. that were all at the wedding, maybe even six. I don't remember. Yeah. And the referral had all come from like this one guy and he was included in that. (laughs) So I was like, his name was Logan. I was like, Logan, you've like really supported my income here. (laughs) (laughs) Like a lot of income coming from this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I, it's, it's been good. Um, Yeah. But I, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to ask, do you shoot, do you shoot a lot of your weddings by yourself or do you use like, do you have a second shooter or somebody that shoots with you? Oh yeah. So I would say like <clears throat> 95% I shoot by myself. So, I mean, that's going to be changing more in recent years, but I, I remember there was a time maybe like two years ago, I thought like, I don't even want to shoot with someone else. Like yeah. I, I feel like I had this down, but as, as I have grown, you know, you see photos that, you know, win awards. And I look yeah. at that and I, and I think I could never get that photo. So like to explain a little bit, there's a photo I'm thinking of right now and it's in a church and just think of a photographer looking down on a balcony as like the bride walks down. So it's like kind of an aerial view. I can't get that shot because it's too much of a risk. Yeah. Like I could get that one shot, but then I don't get the important ones like at the, at the head of the aisle. So I think once I realized that I have been encouraging people to add on second shooters and, and I work with some really awesome people in Vancouver, but it's kind of just up to the couple yeah. Um, so if they want to add it on, they can. And if they say like, Oh, do you recommend it? I always say yes. Um, and it's also fun, like in terms of not so much shot wise, but to have someone to bounce ideas yeah. off of and <clears throat> to have like a buddy to be there <laughs> with you throughout the day. So I'm definitely jealous of husband and wife teams, um, which is what you guys are, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like did you guys always shoot together or were like you the person who started it and your wife came on or vice versa? So um, before I get into that, I'm looking at your portfolio right now. And just so you know, all of your images are award-winning photos. Don't, <laughs> don't sell yourself short. They, well, thank you. But I, I was just saying those like- I know what you mean. I couldn't get. Yeah. Uh, yeah so um, my wife and I have been shooting together for five years now. Um, yeah. I was I was shooting uh, before that I was, when I was you know learning how to be a wedding photographer. I was five years in when, um, when I met my wife. But, um, I had, I always had one or two second shooters that would shoot with me all the time. And, and I, that kind of mentality has stuck with me even to now get into that. But like having somebody that, you know, knew how you worked and you guys could work together, like that was always important. And then my wife wanted to to take a stab at wedding photography. She was just curious. She was not a photographer prior to being with me, you know, obviously dating me, we were, I always had a camera around and we were always taking photos. Um, so I took her out on a wedding where they didn't ask for a second, like, you know, they didn't hire a second shooter. And I, Mm -hmm. I brought her along as my assistant, you know, and, uh, I gave her a camera and just let her, let her shoot. And she had a blast and she wanted to keep doing it. Now, now we've been shooting together for five years. 
And, wow, that's awesome. and, and it is great, right? We, we, we have each other to bounce off of. Um, I'm, uh, at a wedding. I'm a lot, you know, like I said, I'm the extrovert. I'm the one that's more outgoing. I'm always talking. And, uh, <laughs> what you were saying about being a full, trying to be a fly on the wall. I have my wife to be able to let out all my craziness to, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, you know, or when I'm talking to my, I talk to myself a lot, but I direct it to her. So it looks like I'm talking to somebody. It's, it's been pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah. She, she knows how I am. And then, uh, when she's not able to shoot a wedding with me, we also have um, about three different uh, second shooters that I've been working for, working with for years where I shoot weddings with them. Uh, they shoot weddings with me. We use each other for second shooting all the time. And, and it's been awesome because we're not only are we really close friends, but we work really well when it comes to weddings. Cause you know, like when I go shoot with my friend, Eric, he is a completely different wedding photographer than I am, but I love going and shooting with him because I, I learn so much just of like how he is. I'm able to, you know, take another look at the way I'm shooting and, and realizing like, Oh, you know, this one thing that I take so serious or look at it a certain way, I don't necessarily have to, you know, there's a whole nother approach to this, you know, so yeah, it, it exactly. kind of opens you up to different ideas of how people shoot. And I get that from shooting with my friend Eric and, and Marcos and Hannah. And um, and then when they shoot with me, they, we've been shooting together for so many years. I don't have to ask them for certain things. You know, they they are they already know what what we want and the way we shoot and and what to expect, I guess. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would love, I've never second shot actually before. And so I would love to, even though I feel like my business quote unquote is kind of in its prime and pretty self-sufficient, I would love to second shoot just to get that, I guess just to push myself a little yeah, bit. Cause yeah. you're looking at getting different angles and yeah, being that fly in the wall and catching things that the main photographer isn't. Yeah. Um, I guess just to push myself a little bit more creatively. Yep. The only problem is I feel like I always kind of overbook myself, not overbook, yeah, but yeah. like, I always think I, I'm like, yeah, I can do it. And then I get there. I'm like, oh, I just like it. It's so hard to stay afloat. Yeah. So I, there's, there's just always too much going on. Plus I don't actually shoot weddings on Saturdays. So then I, and my weddings are all on like Friday, Sundays usually. Yeah. So then like that kind of blocks out all the available yeah, yeah. Uh, second shooter of possibilities, I yeah, guess. So yeah. yeah, it hasn't really come up as an opportunity, but that would definitely be something yeah. I'd love to explore. There's a lot to gain from it. You know, like um, wh- I, one of the things I struggle with is because I'm the lead photographer at weddings, I actually struggle being creative because I'm so focused on making sure that I'm getting all the stuff that I, that I need. And the exactly. Mo- the, yeah. The moments that I get to be creative, they're, they're still there, but they're not as open as, a, uh, as I'd like them to be. And obviously when you second shoot, there's an opportunity to really, I mean, you don't have the same amount of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're able to be more creative, but then, you know, uh, something that you really learn from second shooting is like when I, I, I mentioned my friend, Eric, when I go shoot with him, one of the biggest things I've learned is how, I still don't understand it, but how can somebody be a lead photographer and still be as creative as they are, you know? Wow. So it, it makes me look at my weddings differently. So when I go in, I'm, you know, 
I think now because of him more often than not, when I'm in a, in a, like when I'm at the ceremony, I'm making sure I got the stuff that I, that I got. And then my brain also switches over and go, Hey, don't forget, try to do something cool now, you know? Yeah. So, and, and you get those things from, from learning from other people. Yeah. Second shooters. I feel like the gifts that they get is they get the ability to like step back, take a moment, look at it without being expected to like, okay, what, what are, what is the next thing? Like uh, as a lead or the only photographer, you're, people are kind of waiting on you for that next direction. Like, okay, what's next? So you don't have the, like, I mean, you could say like, okay, just give me a second, which (laughs) I have a hard time with (laughs) because I feel like there's still that pressure. They're like, okay, we're waiting. And you know, weddings are, are, there's a lot happening that day. 10 seconds is an hour. (laughs) Exactly. Legit. That's, that's what I feel. So just to be able to like, look at a situation and be like, Hmm, the, the first photographer is doing this. Like, what can I do different? Yeah. So, um, I, I'm definitely jealous of, of that, but, um, I think I, I still try and do both, which is, which is what I've kind of like trained myself to do. And when I do have second shooters, I kind of have to like undo that. I'm like, Oh, like you're going to get that. Like, it's okay. Like I don't have to get everything. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, you have to change your mentality a little bit. No, but it is but. not. It is nice having so because you know most photographers that I've talked to, uh, and for the most part we do the same thing. You even with a second shooter, you shoot like you don't have one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I I do use our second shooters to to split up certain things. Like when when I'm doing uh, like the family portraits or the the wedding party, um, you know I'll do uh, individuals of the bride with each of her groomsmen and uh, the bride with each of of the bridesmaids but well mm. but my second shooter will be 10 feet away doing the same combo and flipping it you know so like i'll send oh, all, the, okay. all the groomsmen over there while i'm i'm shooting all the bridesmaids with with the groom or however it is um, yeah exactly but you know for me i i try to take advantage of like how can i how can, since I'm have them here, how can I use it to save on time? And when I do that, I'm able to get through those sessions quicker and have more time for like, you know, the regular, uh, session with my bride and groom and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, you can be more time efficient for sure. Um, especially like if you trust them yeah. fully <laughs> and yeah. then you can say, yeah, yeah you do that. Let's <laughs> let's get her done. <laughs> yeah. So it works well. But you know, you said you're, you're looking into getting I- into that uh, from my experience, it's taken time. You know, the, the Mm -hmm. second photographers that I have, uh, I've been working with them for years, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't, it wasn't overnight. Like we knew exactly what we were doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, But I've been fortunate enough to, to gain a, a friendship with, with my photographers where, um, you know, they kept wanting to shoot with me and then they would hire me to, you know, to yeah. shoot weddings with them. So it's taken time, but you know, after three, four years or however long it's been with, with them now, you know, it is have, it is nice having that relationship and, and you, it, they're more reliable too, you know? Yeah. What would you say is like the community of like wedding photographers down there? Like, I know you, you mentioned that there's so many in that like SoCal area. Yeah. Um, I know like in Vancouver, for the most part, everyone kind of knows a little bit of who each other are. And we have like a conference that goes on here every year that you get to see people yeah. plus 
people hang out with each other. But do you, do you have anything like that in California? Like, is it clicky? Like what, what is that like? I feel like it's, it varies all over the place. Right. Mm. Like, uh, it, it, and, and it's, but it's also nice that you have all those, all those different options. You know, there's, there's photographers that are trying to create, uh, photographers and vendors that are trying to create communities, uh, mm-hmm. where everyone helps each other out here in Redlands. There's, there's quite a bit of, of that. We're, we're such a small, it feels like such a small little town here. Right. Yeah, every, yeah. There's, there's all these like Instagram and Facebook groups for these small communities of just like even just wedding vendors helping each other out and talking, talking through it. So, um, it's nice here in California. Like if, if you're looking to be a part of some sort of group, there's a group for you. There's a group of That's extroverts. Awesome. There's a group of introverts. <laughs> there's a group of photographers who, uh, you know, like to get together and just drink beers together and talk, talk about that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even, even the, the friends that I've made just even through this podcast, you know, uh, I love just chatting about wedding stuff and I have photographer friends that I can just text about random photography stuff, you know, it doesn't have to be <laughs> serious, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so there, there is a lot of that here. And for someone like me, that's perfect because I want to be friends with like the whole world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we well, have you got that. a good platform for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, what 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 are the communities like over there where you're at? Yeah, um, I would say like I know I said before that Vancouver has a lot of photographers, but just coming to think about it now, it's probably definitely on a s- smaller scale then you know down in the LA or I don't know if you would connect like I don't know would would San Diego would you be a part of them really or do they kind yeah. of think of themselves as separate uh both okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. okay that makes sense yeah no you know um, one, one uh one of my friends uh photographer friends Hannah like she lives really close to me here we're, we are two hours away from San Diego, but sh- her territory is in San Diego. She shoots mostly okay. down there. So it, it just depends, you know? Is there a reason for that? Like, did she used to live there? No, uh, I've asked her the same thing because, you know, my I had for and without even trying my territory is in northern los angeles you know so i'm like how did okay. you get san diego and i'm <laughs> over here no it just worked out that way at, at least huh. that's what she says you know interesting yeah i guess like you just start with with a community and then it spreads from there yeah. um but yeah to be honest i would <laughs> i don't know if any uh vancouver photographers listen to this or not but uh i would consider it a little bit clicky to be honest um there's different people that kind of like stick together and I do understand that like once you get a good group and a good vibe going like you know it's it's hard to be open to everyone um I haven't like a lot of my friendships are not like some of some people a lot of their friendships are based in like the wedding industry community um that's not necessarily me just because I've kind of come from like an already tight-knit community with like my church community and stuff like that and where I went to school so I haven't really felt the need to like have those um people that I hang out with the weekends also be photographers yeah but I mean there's still people that I can text about you know (laughs) like I have a client that's doing this like you know what I mean um but yeah we do 
in terms of like elopements, I'm part of this like elopement collective per se. And there is five or six of us. And it's been really nice. Um, it's, it's still kind of in the beginning stages, but just have like a little group that you can depend on a little bit. Um, and one of, I didn't organize it. Um, another photographer did but uh in general i do think everyone's really like helpful to each other and we do have like several groups that um people come for advice a lot of referrals go out through there which is really great um but yeah i don't know i it's hard to know i started off like just me so it it wasn't like i started off second shooting for other another person and then um went from there yeah. so i i've kind of always been um just a little bit more solo yeah. compared You've been to lear- like everything you learn you kind of learned it on your own right yeah so i and it's interesting like in the beginning i just took for granted like oh yeah this is how i do it and then i figured out like oh yeah everyone else does that too <laughs> so you know i i wouldn't really consider myself unique and in, in that sort of stuff but uh yeah I would say overall it's it's good and and people do support each other especially yeah. in a time like this like one of the uh wedding planners she created a whole Facebook group just for wedding vendors in the time of COVID-19 yeah. so everyone's like been posting um stuff where they need advice so yeah. it's been really good that's cool is there are you a part of like a bunch of different like Facebook groups and stuff like that yeah, there's a couple local ones. Um, one only has like, I think it's like 250 members and it's like all photographers here in the in the area. But I think that's definitely the, the future of Facebook. And the only reason why people go on Facebook is for the groups. Like the, I don't know what groups you're part of, but there's some really solid uh, worldwide photographer ones. Yeah. And um yeah and I mean like I'm I watch The Bachelor so I'm like part of those groups and those are always like <laughs> fun and <laughs> I, oh it's gosh. more like a comic relief they always that one they ask about the like interesting like the most intimate details of their lives yeah. and uh it's just really entertaining for me <laughs> I feel bad <laughs> but they are posting it for the the world to see so yeah, this, to be honest, over the last month and a half, I don't know how you've handled this, but I've kind of shut down Facebook just because I've yes. personally felt like uh, in the photography community, there's been a lot of like really opinionated people and yes. I just don't need that negativity yeah. in my life. So that's kind of how it's been lately. I moved, I moved uh, Facebook to my second page in my phone and then for like a couple weeks and uh just to to stay sane i don't know if it helps but i've pretty much just been on tiktok that's the only <laughs> thing <laughs> i have not made a tiktok yet um 
mainly because I, I don't want to be on my phone more, yeah. but also because I feel like there'd be pressure for me to create something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Have you been just watching or creating? Uh, I've made a few. They're, they're really fun to make. Uh, okay. I, I, I've <laughs> talked about this a bit. I really love TikTok because uh, like the amount of creativity that's possible in one app is really, really amazing. So um, I don't make a lot of TikToks. Uh, I've made yeah. a few, but I definitely love watching TikToks. It's just people can be so creative. And especially in a time like this where, you know, uh, man, I was in the first two weeks of everything that we're just staying home and stuff. It was, it was mm-hmm. really hard, especially with going on Facebook and seeing what everybody was talking about. And everybody is, you know, of course entitled to their opinions, but I also don't, I, you know, I can choose not to look at that stuff. And I had to choose exactly. not to look at it because it was affecting, uh, the way I was feeling every day. And, oh, uh, I, yeah, yeah, same. And, uh, you know, what Instagram is totally like other apps like Instagram is totally different because Instagram on there to really look at, uh, other photographers. I follow, uh, people that are in, into the same hobbies that I am. And, mm-hmm. and then TikTok. it just because of how, uh, creative it is. I love watching TikToks, and, <laughs> and honestly, it's, it's more entertaining than anything else. I have never gone on TikTok and saw something that like made me feel bad, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm there. I'm there for the TikToks. <laughs> I think Facebook is just so versatile in what yeah. you can post. So yeah. that's where like you can like Instagram, you can't really share news stories. Yeah. So like I don't I don't really want to hear yeah. more news about like all the bad stuff that's happening yeah. and I know like I have to stay informed to yeah. an extent. Yeah. But at some point like it's all going to be the same message and I I just can't really have that coming at me all day. Yeah. It's just not good. I, I really noticed a direct correlation. Like I would go on, I'd be fine, start scrolling. And within minutes, I would just start to feel like maybe attacked or like, that sounds like such a millennial word, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. or like, you know, your sense of hope goes down and yeah. stuff like that. So it makes I'm you feel like, terrible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just makes you feel terrible, you know? So. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, let's just not. And I thought it would be <laughs> difficult, but it wasn't. I don't yeah. know. I, I really saw a difference. Now I feel like things have, people have gotten the swing of like and accepted how things are going to yeah. be a little bit more. So yeah. I don't think there's as much of it, but uh, yeah, I, I should make it a TikTok. Instagram has been okay, and I feel like everyone just posts their TikToks on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. They do. <laughs> uh, Wait, like you... their TikToks on Instagram. Say that one more time. Sorry. Like, is it worth it to to download? Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna get, <laughs> a, I, you know, you might get addicted to it. So I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, I I've already felt my just go down. I don't know about you, but I just feel like emails yeah. take like four times yeah, longer yeah, now. Yeah. No, you'll definitely spend a lot of time. Uh, there'll be a lot of time wasted on TikTok for sure. Uh, <laughs> but but you know, like I said, I love it because I dude, I I just love anything creative and artistic, and uh, TikTok. Sorry. 
Sorry, you cut out there oh. for a couple seconds. No, I was saying yeah. I, I love anything creative and artistic. And to me, TikTok mm-hmm. is just full of that. And I probably spend more time than I should on there. Uh but I'm seeing like some of the coolest stuff. So I don't really care. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think TikTok can be really awesome too, because I mean, it is like you're wasting quote unquote wasting time, but at at the same time it does like, yeah, get your creative juices flowing and you can do cool things. So, and it's um, refreshing. Like it's not so curated also, mm -hmm. you know, like, like I have, I have some TikToks that I've made on there with my professional cameras and then i also and then i also have tiktoks where me and my son just did a silly skit or something you know what i mean like it's it's (laughs) it's not to be taken serious that's how i see it not everything has to like be perfect look perfect and it's so Mm -hmm. it's refreshing to see something new like that that's true how old is your son he's uh he's nine nine okay and you only have one kid we have we have him and we have one on the way right now. Oh no way! Congrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're actually gonna find out uh, the gender today. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, we're pretty excited. Are you doing anything special for that, or just like opening the envelope? Yeah, we're having uh, we're having a a Zoom call with uh, some of our friends and family, and we're gonna find out with them. Okay. Yeah. That okay. That totally reminds me of this video that I saw where uh, it's like a mom and her two kids going to a gender reveal and she's holding this balloon and the kid like accidentally quote unquote (laughs) like pops the balloon right in the driveway before they get there and the mom it's like yippee it's a girl like she just like is so deflated and walks right back into the house (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah and it kind of like makes you think like oh man this is all so silly but this time this kid messed up yeah he, he messed up <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean you can't you can't be mad about that but i i'm i'm yeah. the one picking up the balloon so i hope i don't mess it up <laughs> yeah just keep it away from all sharp objects oh yeah it's scary no yeah we're we're, we're doing that today Sorry. we're excited yeah wow are you i maybe i shouldn't ask this are you hoping for one or the other uh, I'm really not. And everybody asks, has asked me that. And, you know, they've even like, come on, everybody always has like a preference. And uh, <laughs> we both my wife seriously do not have a preference. That's we're, awesome. Yeah, we're just excited to the, you know what it is uh, wh- when I think about having a boy or a girl like I already know what it's like to have a boy uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's fun. We get to do a lot of stuff, but he also has his own personality. So, you know, it's not that he likes all the stuff that I do. So not every exactly. kid's going to be different regardless, but I, yeah, can, for I sure. can, but everything that I picture doing with, with my future child, it sounds like fun, whether they're a boy or a girl. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. well, that's true. Actually, like regardless of their gender, like I know, I know like a lot of families who have like three and they're like all the same, like all boys are all girls. Yeah. And like each one is so different. Oh, so yeah. Like they, I guess, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but I I haven't really thought about if I would rather like what kids I would like. And yeah. honestly, I think it's a really great thing that we can't control it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How weird the like you could pick like what you gave birth to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I can't imagine that. <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, back in the day, they would just have like 75% boys, I'm assuming. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> not, I guess, how many is, it's mostly girls in the world, eh? Uh, I, I have no like, idea. Isn't it like, um, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Are you, how far along is she? Uh, we are, oh gosh, of course, now I forgot. We're like at 16 or 17 weeks. Uh, okay, so. We're due in October. Are you like almost halfway then? Uh, we're, we're, we just started the second trimester. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, wow. So things are, and you know, with everything going on, uh, I feel pretty fortunate that I get to work from home and, you know, yeah, exactly. I've, I've never spent so much time with my family and, you know, I've, I've considered quitting jobs before just because I, w I would rather make no money and be home with my wife and kid than anything else. So this, uh, this little time right now has kind of been a blessing, you know, especially mm -hmm. with, with her being pregnant and, and everything it's, uh, it's been, we've been having a pretty good time. Yeah, I, I mean, correct me if if you think differently, but uh, I feel like now would be a good time to be pregnant, especially for a, a wedding photographer. Yeah, because not only are you, yeah, like able to to be with her through all that stuff, but also your your wedding season, I'm assuming, has lightened up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're losing less of of that and you're getting like that time right like time is so valuable yeah so i can only speak for myself but it it has like i said it has been nice being able to spend this much time and i'm literally watching her her baby bump grow and it's every wow it's, it's pretty pretty <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> have you been doing like uh photos of the progression at all uh not not like extensively uh i think we 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 go and do uh, like the last photo shoot we did was like two weeks ago. So, mm. so, but we are playing around and, and, you know, doing some fun photos and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, I don't know how like she handled it the first time, but I've heard, cause I've obviously never been pregnant before, yeah. but, um, it's like annoying when people like come up and like touch her belly and stuff yeah. like that. She doesn't have to deal with that now. So that's awesome. That's true. <laughs> no one's going to be touching her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can I feel? No. It's no. Really yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I don't know if she would even mind. Yeah, she never mentioned that about the uh, the first oh, time. Oh, that's, that's so, all good. So who knows? Wow. Well, um, uh, before we go, uh, tell me tell me where anybody, everyone can find you online so I can add all like the, the links and stuff to the show notes. Oh man. Okay. Um, do you just want to know social media or what, whatever you want to shout out? Okay. Well, I guess the main thing is Instagram yeah. and unfortunately, oh man, I wish that my handle was, was shorter, but it's Candace with a C and an I, <laughs> um, dot M dot photography. Um, I have spent many hours trying to get a different handle, but Candace Marie is a very popular name. Apparently, <laughs> There's actually someone in Santa Barbara that we've been tagged each other's wrong photos several times. Oh and gosh. so now it's come to the point where we'll just say like, 
no, this is actually this person. Like, and she's like, oh, thanks. And so <laughs> we kind of help each other get the right tags once in a while because her, her style is like obviously different than mine. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then I am on Facebook. I'm not quite as active. Um, and I guess maybe I'll be on TikTok soon after your <laughs> meeting with you, but not right now. <laughs> Um, and you can you can find like my website and everything from there. So yeah. well, either way, I'll have I'll have all the links for everybody to click on in the show notes, so they'll be easy to find. And uh, I just want to thank you again for your time. It's it's actually been really fun getting to know yeah. you. And people need to go and check out your work. Your stuff oh, is you. like epic, epic, epic <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, I'm just my my whole. Uh, goal I guess with posting photos is I just want people to experience like the joy that these couples yeah. are are feeling especially in a time like this just because like it's it's a little tough right now so if you can see like someone else's smile like maybe that will kind of rub off on you so oh that's a that's a really good way to look at it no well Candice thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me and uh and for being on the podcast yeah thanks awesome <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it on today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to support the podcast, I would love if you left a five-star rating, uh, leave a review. It helps the podcast grow. Tell your friends about the podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And if you have some questions, some general questions about photography and you want to know uh, more about it or get some other other um other uh people's opinions um you can go and join our facebook group all the links are in the show notes below don't forget if you're interested in uh publisher by narrative uh they are offering 15 percent off if you use code del toro photo you can also just go and try it 100 percent free um they are they're really awesome you should go check them out um but other than that like i said thank you guys again for listening to another episode really appreciate you guys and love you guys i hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and we will see you guys on the next one